Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? spectacular uh oh steve for this one um well fuck it why can't a character make a make a comeback nigga shit this is only one time shit so fuck it i'm this is where i'm clocking out even though visually me see me and annie sitting here i'm taking a break i'm put up a back to lunch sign back from lunch sign went to lunch sign yo uh brett hand these motherfuckers Ah, welcome, boys and girls. Brett Butler here. Andy and Aries went out for some lunch. Andy's probably going to get the matzo ball soup. You know those kikes. And Aries is going to get a slab of ribs and some chicken. Some fried chicken. Grease all over those nigger fingertips. So let's get right to it. I can't wait to say this man's name. Why? Because he's like me. He's white. He's pure, he's Anglo-Saxon, and he's Christian. All the white folks, we're the best. Oh, Steve. All right. Uh, Shit, I wasn't recording that. Lying, yeah, I'm lying, <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, I saw the lights. I'm like, you're lying. All right, scared the shit out of me. Oh, oh that I brought Brett back just to say nigga twice, nigga fingertips. All right, uh, CC on air. Hey, Aries and Andy, I'm so happy writing you and Andy. This email after the election has, and she puts in caps, finally come to an end, and Joe Biden beat the orange fuck. If we're being honest, though, Biden and Harris have a long road ahead of them to try to unite the country and get this government back to work. You already know the GOP and Trump are already doing what they can to sabotage the transition, but hopefully (laughs) sabotage the transgender. (laughs) But hopefully (laughs) I was going to have a slip of the tongue. Yeah. Um, But hopefully we see Trump get locked up soon. I just want to tell you both that y'all have been holding it down for me and many of my friends during this crazy year. Already went back to the beginning episodes and worked my way back up again. Now, that's dedication, goddammit. I just love y'all growth. Both you and Andy make me laugh and have the conversations people want to hear. Lastly, shout out to Andy for he hasn't really pissed me off these days like he used to in the beginning. (laughs) It sounds like he is more realistic about the state of the country. I know Andy may not be too excited about Biden or Kamala, but she puts in caps. History has made history was made in this election. We saw many black and brown people um, win congressional seats. Cori Bush was the first black woman to repeat to represent Missouri. Damn, Missouri Congress. Maury Turner, a woman, the first Muslim to get elected into Oklahoma, three transgender women, two openly gay black men, 
were selected. And of course, Kamala as the first woman and woman of color to become VP. Andy, you might be right. We are finally seeing more good people run for government to change the system. Hopefully the system doesn't corrupt them. And one last thing, Aries, I know you are a self-proclaimed Obama whore, but Andy, who is your favorite president? Going back on past episodes, you always say that Obama wasn't your favorite president, but you never told us who was. I'm with Aries, and of course, the first nigga will forever be my favorite, and I miss seeing that beautiful black family in the White House. Oh, well, we want to thank you, Cece. Uh, Michelle and I and uh, Sasha Mlel, uh, we, 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 we miss you too. Uh, there we go. Um, y'all take care and keep cranking out dope episode. Let me just say from the top before you answer her. Um, and how Andy was saying the whole thing about get the whole quote and you got to get the whole quote to understand. And I don't want to jump on that, but I want to jump on this because you said this about sabotage the transition. I forgot to mention that they're saying that uh, Trump is doing everything in his power to not even give Biden the necessary information about the vaccine and updates on COVID. And they were saying some medical experts that because of that, more people will die. More people will suffer. He's such a piece of shit that in despite Trump, I mean, despite Biden and his clear victory, you willing to put more lives at stake? Now, this is why I said in the last episode, he's, he's a con man and a piece of shit. That's why I was saying you don't need to give me the whole yes, clip to know what he means. Because this is where this is what I'm. It's not about what he means. It's about how he can change the narrative. If you, but, it's, but, but he's so fucked up. He's not trying to change the narrative. He, but he has. He's manipulated the system because he's because they have allowed that to happen. The media is supposed to give out actually precise information. They're supposed that the the main media. Not I'm not talking about social media. I'm talking about the people that come on your TV are actually supposed to give out. Are supposed to be they they went to school, they went study journalism. There, there's a, a method and a practice to this, and they're not using that. They're making it a magazine show. This isn't a magazine show. We have to, as people, we have to stop being willing to accept uh, this lowbrow um, news organizations that they have thrown at us. Now, listen, our, I would appreciate if, if they didn't have a slant. I think news... I would like to see a news station that actually gave us the news and let us make our own decisions as big boys and big girls. But that's not what they do. Fox has its slant, and then the three other, the other CNBC, uh, NBC, uh, Fox, not Fox, uh, uh, what's the other one? CNN, um, MSNBC. MSNBC. They all have their own slant, and we need. It's not their job to tell us the way we're supposed to feel about something or to interpret someone else's uh, what someone else has said. That's our job. Their job was to give us the actual information and let us do what we need to do with it. And that's what they're not doing. That's what I'm missing. That's what I'm complaining about. I'm not I'm not complaining that Trump isn't getting fair treatment. That that, that was never the, the the quote. The quote was. I want them to give us what we're supposed to get so that we can hold them accountable for what they have done. Trump needs to be held accountable. What he's doing right now is going to cost lives. Now, at that same time, there is time. as the, It hasn't been so much time yet. When, um, uh, when it was the Gore-Bush election, we went this far without, um, without the, the Gore team uh, being involved in what was happening because it was going through the lawsuits. Now, I don't know that Bush, though, wasn't giving Gore information because it was never like this. This well, is, it was, yeah, there, was no, there wasn't a pandemic. Well, no, but not only the pandemic, it's just that we... I never seen some people being... I never seen a president, a sitting president, be uncivil. I mean, we're still supposed to be all on the same team. These might be two different... Uh, two different... I guess two different ideologies, but we're all supposed to be on the same team. This is supposed to be what's good for America, and he should be treating America what's good for America. You could still go back, and he can go fight, and he's going to lose because it's it's it. Everybody's already said that it's not enough to change the election, <clears throat> but now he's just hurting people. Yeah, but this is this is good though. This is good. We're seeing him from exactly who he is. Who's your favorite president? I don't really have a favorite president. I guess it the Adams and the early the you know the founding fathers of uh, of the country, the Adams. 
why the fuck would I like them? Uh, they're framers of the of of the Constitution. They were weren't they slave owners too? Nope, they weren't. Oh, okay, because I was about to choke the shit out. Of no, you. they they weren't. Uh, and then I like Teddy Roosevelt's uh, ability to break up big business because there was a. Uh, now this this gets complicated because it wasn't uh, it wasn't a great time for black people in America. No, it wasn't. But Teddy Roosevelt did break up a uh, big business that was uh, keeping uh, money to get down to the poor, uh, and he also was responsible for uh, many of the uh, parks that we have in the country. He uh, preserves. I thought that was rather nice to have some slave music under your speech. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> so those those would be my presents. I might honestly wanted the if I was going to go by people like the right. like just as a person. Jimmy Carter was one of the best. One here, one term. He but he was one of the best people. He wasn't yeah, the best president. See, nice people come up last. He wasn't the best president. He he couldn't get things done. But if you went if you go to character, uh, it would be hard pressed. How do you feel about Reagan? When I was younger, I, I liked his big business policies, but he really hurt. Uh, he, he hurt America in a lot of different ways. You know, when I was president, I, <laughs> that was all a setup for me to do that. I was president. I, it was the eighties, and you know, I was good for the people as a Republican. Uh, I, I want to see this uh, this documentary that's coming. Oh, out right about now. Nancy. It, it, they make it sound like she was part of what was running this, uh, <sighs> dude. There was there's this thing, and I don't know if they're going to go into it, but you know she was into astrology. Is that right? And she would make him change. From what I heard, from what I read, now this is this isn't verified. This is just something I read. That he she would make him change dates on when he was going to speak and different mm-hmm. engage because of how the planets were aligned. Really? Yeah, she was really into astrology. They had like somebody who was the like Hollywood astrologist would come to the White House to. Uh, help figure out let me ask you this had he not been assassinated do you think that kennedy would have been as compelling and as good as obama no 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 damn you said that like i just said some fucked up shit kennedy's a myth man he's like he's like the james dean and marilyn monroe but of presidencies he died in office Good-looking guy with a good-looking wife. And, and frankly, not truly a good-looking guy, not truly a good-looking woman. But, you know, right. but younger, right. better-looking than what you would have thought as the president. Uh, and then he gets a lot of credit for the way things fell for him. He was not as responsible. I don't feel he was as responsible for what he gets to take credit for. Mm. <clears throat> I wish I could do a Kennedy impression. He was from Boston, wasn't he? He was from uh, he have New Hampshire. Wasn't it New Hampshire? Yeah, they all had that accent. Him and his brother, Robert yeah, Kennedy. New England. New, New England. England. Yeah, 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 yeah. God, I used to, I used to bang Marilyn Monroe. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> one time we had a patty, and I, I'm not even going to attempt it. Dude, I, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going to go with that. Dude, I don't think... I, I think he's, he, he'd be like Clinton, Clinton-esque if he would have made it. So eventually, somebody... And would've... I know you don't like Bill. It's not that I don't like him. He wasn't, you know, I, I'm starting to ease up on, on my Bill Clinton a little bit. Yeah? Yeah, I'm starting to ease, like, ease up on how he did. It was a great time for the country. It was a great time for the country. but The it, 90s was, everybody was in, you know, it was the country's prime. But it was set up to be good. He benefited from that, and he also made it better. He, but <clears throat> see him, yeah, I don't want to do this because then I'm going to, him, it's gonna go on a long rant. Yeah, no, but it will, I'll, I'll try to make it quick. Him and and people who have great economies, like uh, I mean, Reagan did spur the economy and, and Clinton spurred the economy, but they did it at the cost of what was happening in the future because they want their their economy to look great the whole way. But you can't, like anything else, it can't continue to go up. You have to do things to <clears> level <throat> it out so that you can make it extend further. But if you only have an eight year run and it's on you, you want your eight years to look the best, and they don't do the things. To, I don't I don't want to use the right words, and I don't have them because I'm not that smart. But they don't do things that uh, allow the country to stabilize and continue that slow growth for long periods of time because they want that big growth so they can be that president that did this. But that doesn't make our that 
puts us into bubbles and <clears throat> these, these issues that we later have in life. And of course, I fixed the economy. Uh, Bill Clinton had a great economy, and uh, Reagan had a great economy, and I fixed it. They always bring in the black man to fix the white man's troubles. Yeah, and see, that's where he doesn't get enough credit because he built an economy and he, he, that's what they were complaining about the whole time in his office, how slow the economy was building. Well, he wasn't allowed to make a lot of changes in the second term, the things that he could have maybe done to build up some momentum in the economy because they wouldn't let him because uh, that Mitch, that Mitch McCullough, uh, he's, he'd slow me down. He said, no, 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 I'm not going to let Obama do what he wants to do when I'm trying to get the country better. We all have to be better. For a better world for your sons and daughters, Sashimala. But he had a nice, steady growth, and it brought us out of the brink of, uh, of frankly, what I thought was going to turn into a depression. So, yeah. so his, his economy, his policy worked, but no one's going to give him credit for that small half a percent growth or one and a half percent growth that came along. Well, see, that's what Black Cock does. It's steady growth that brings you out of a depression. <laughs> <laughs> if your girl or your lady's upset, just give her that Obama dick. It's steady growth that will bring her out of depression. <laughs> All right. Um, Akil Kadaj. We Guan Brava. F- f- love from London. Long email, so here's context to pick and choose. My respect. Current comedy climate frustrations. Okay, let me just get to this because this nigga... Uh, I'll take some more ice water. Um, first of all, let me give you your well-deserved respect, regardless of whether or not you ever get the acknowledgement you feel you deserve from Hollywood. I'm here to tell you you're a motherfucking goat, a true master of the craft. I've watched many comics give love to Patrice O'Neill, but you fully uphold the values he stood for, making people laugh while staying true to yourself, delivering well-crafted jokes about real-life shit. You don't perform to appease Real-life difficult topics open up for discussion through laughter. If a comic is getting more applause than laughter on stage, that ain't stand-up. That's a fuck rally. Comedy should challenge the way people think. If only the host of a comedy gig would instruct the crowd at the start, like, tonight you may be offended, but try to put a three-second delay on your first reaction of offense and allow the laugh. If you laugh, you ain't offended. You're mad at yourself for not having an opinion as strong as you thought. And if you didn't laugh, so fuck, so the fuck what? That joke wasn't funny to you. Cool, but don't sit there all screwed, screwed, refusing to laugh the rest of the set. Uh, if you order steak and mash at a restaurant, don't you refuse? Do you refuse to enjoy the steak because the mash wasn't up to your liking? Motherfuckers don't understand nuance. There's a difference between a racist joke and a racist telling a joke. First saw a real set from you on the Shaq's All-Star show. You and D-Ray killed it. Kev was good too, but damn, Tommy Davidson was shit. I gotta stop you right there, brother. You are so, and I know it's subjective, so what I'm saying is kind of like spitting in the wind. But Tommy, that was one of the most creative sets I've ever seen in terms of talent and ability, the man spoke and sung in Spanish and made it funny. And he was in Arizona. Do you know how fucking difficult, which is, he did it where it definitely needed to be done. But do you know how difficult that is? Nah, brother. I tell people all the time, to be honest, not, not myself included, I thought Tommy was the best. Um, let me continue. I've watched it multiple times as I've gotten older, but he is still trash. You're crazy. Yours and D-Ray still holds up. I thought I didn't like it because most of it is in Spanish, but I learned some Spanish and it's still trash. That bit would just be the same as if he acted out an American soap opera. But do you see that's no, because that was the, that was the thing. The Spanish is what made it. Um, I feel like it only got last because the crowd didn't speak Spanish. Most of the crowd was Spanish. It was niggas and spicks. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. It was niggas and spicks. There you go. There we go. If you do it in a character. If you do it in a character, it's not as mean. Ah, look at that. All the black bitches. All right. Uh, to this day, one of my favorite moments, I will replay that episode just for that, is when we had uh, Kyla Lacey on. 
And I said, ah, we're back. The Negro, the kike, and the black bitch. And the way her and Andy burst out laughing, because she could have took offense being a woman, she thought it was hilarious. Andy's laugh was hilarious, and he was like, damn, we're getting very aggressive today. That's one of my favorite. Um, It felt very hacky. Nigga, what is wrong with you? Hacky? Do you know what hacky is? That was the opposite of hacky. Uh, Would love to hear your opinion on that. Well, I've been giving it. That, uh, but also understanding, understand you're trying to play the game better, so might not want to talk on another black comedian. Well, that ship's fucking sailed. Uh, would like to, <laughs> would like to hear you discuss the following on the podcast. I work in hospitality over 13 years. I feel like now before I read this next line, I actually when I read this, this is where the part that made the car come to a screeching halt because this nigga's comparison is insane. Um, <laughs> I feel like being a stand-up comedian and bartender are very similar. We don't do this shit for the pay. What do you be? What is there a passion for mixing drinks? I, go read it on because I, I, I'm, okay. I, I'm trying to get with them on this because I, I had the bartending gig. Okay, we offer our talents and selves directly to people that give instant feedback. Again, let me stop. I, I'm a drinker. And I've leaned up against many a bar. And I don't remember too much of an exchange other than give me my drink, nigga, between the bartender and the customer. Okay. Um, We can tell when we're bombing by lack of laughs or lack of a good reaction to tasting the drink. We never know who our audience is going to be. And especially as a black man, having a pre a preconceived idea of what the interaction is going to be with the mastery of our craft. We see those people and say the right words, body language to bring them into a mindset to receive what we do instead of us playing to appease their presumptions, just like in entertainment, black people are overlooked in hospitality. Many classic cocktails were made by black people. Just think about it. Who was making drinks in the 1800s and the 1960s? The niggas. Uh, damn sure it wasn't white people. Here's the article. And I actually sent a post out about this a long time ago. Jack Daniels didn't create the whiskey. It was a slave called Uncle Nearest. Google him. Anyway, much love, Akil. That is true. Yeah, no, I know it is. Um, Akil, I think that you are a bartender and you want that to mean something. uh, Because I don't see the similarities at all. I'll give you some similarities. I will because uh, and incidentally, before you do, uh, since you are a bartender, I have to ha- have to ask: Do you have A and A ale? Octo. All right. <laughs> um, the fact that uh, we have a when you're a bartender, there's a bar. It's you, the bar. So that's the stage. The stage, and then you have your customers. <clears throat> that's right. the audience. The audience. Got you. And that is about where it stops. Okay, but. As a bartender, if you want to make good money as a bartender, yeah, you are an entertainer back there, too. You're not just mixing the drinks. Let me ask you something when you say that. Because when you say that, I envision that movie with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, cocktail. Cocktail. I ain't never seen no niggas do that in real life. I, we used to, like, when I bartended, if we could, when it got really busy, you couldn't. If somebody, if you saw two guys back there flipping bottles while you were waiting 15 minutes for your fucking drink, <laughs> someone's going to throw some shit at you. Right. So it's not going to happen that way. Right. But yeah, you're entertaining, you're talking, you're, you're mixing drinks, you're making people feel good. You have your stage, the people are separated from you. I get what he's saying, setup-wise, I see it. And I, and I enjoyed bartending more than anything else because like, like stand-up, I have a distance from the, from the people that I'm working with. Right. But, nah, it's so not, let me, it's not when that he, close. When he, when he goes, you can tell when you're bombing by lack of laughs or lack of good reaction to tasting a drink. How many times have you ever seen somebody think they drink and... Oh, nigga, you're bombing. <laughs> have you ever seen that? Man? No one's ever shaken their keys at you after Come you made on, a drink. man. Nobody's ever tasted a drink and went, boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what y'all got going on in London, baby. Uh, but okay. But if you're making handcrafted cocktails, right. so I'm going to give it to this, and you're making handcrafted, and you're taking a few minutes, and you're making these drinks, and you're doing, you're making old fat. Like, it's like I, writing a joke. Yeah. 
putting all the and you right. put it in. I, I can see what he's saying. Like I had someone make me a, a, a an old fashioned, and they made it perfect. And I went up to I went up to him afterwards, and I right. said, "Man, that was the best old fashioned I ever had." So that's kind of so, similar. So it's like it's like the bars the stage, and we behind it, and then you your drink is the material. <laughs> And when they like it, they give you look. Some deep shit, nigga. Some deep shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hi, uh, from Casanova for you. I like this. Keeping up with the Spears Bergians. It's good. It's good. It's like a show. Spears Bergians. Yeah. What up, ANA, SNS, or ass? Aries Spears and Steinberg. Yeah, I don't like ass. Just wanted to give you your props on many episodes and shouting the talented people out after each episode. There have been some good ones and some pretty bad ones. Also, my podcast is called The Basics. It's been a solo act for now, but I'm fitting to have my cousins on there. So now shit really fitting to pop off. Just wanted to thank you two for the push. Link will be attached. I wanted to mention a few things. One, that Kroll dude or whatever his name is, is irritating as fuck with him leaving you low talking messages. You know what you're talking about? Mm. Kush. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, Kush is probably listening to this. Oh, Kush, you done touch somebody, nigga. Um, leaving you slow talking messages, getting mad when you don't read his emails on the show, getting mad when you don't watch shows he recommends or another streaming service. Unless he plans on giving you his account in- info, he can shut the fuck up. And acting all whiny and shit. He sounds like a fucking loser. But I get that you can entertain him because he listens to the podcast, buys the merch, <clears throat> follows you on IG, and provides some funny content. Basically putting money in your pockets. I mean, who leaves a grown man sultry voice messages and shit? <laughs> Coach does, nigga. I don't think he gets mad. He's never been mad. Coach. Nah, not mad, but you know. Crushed soul. Crushed. He's crushed. Crushed soul. We, his soul is crushed. Yes. All right. Two, I understand what Andy means when you want to hold people accountable by their exact words and not by what they probably said or summing up what they said. He can get on my nerves, but when he's right, he's right. Like Cube, for instance, he constantly said he was never for Trump. He talks with people who are in a position to do things. He talked to both parties, but because he talked with Trump, all of a sudden he ain't shit. Yay, yay. Like I've always said, people want celebrities to use their platform to bring awareness, then get mad when celebrities use their platform to bring awareness. Hmm. He was a kid from Compton, grew up in the rap game, never had any scandals, has a great family. You'd want somebody like him to represent us, but you can't please everybody. I guess people forget the saying, keep your friends close and your enemies closer. And three, I know we keep beating a dead horse about Obama, but nobody seems to be questioning the city mayors or state governors on what they're doing for black people. And they are constant black mayors and governors, but they obviously don't care because they can just move to another state, but they can't move out of the country, but we'll continue to beat a dead horse. So have you both seen love country, Lovecraft country? Great show. Weird as fuck. I'll just say you'll never get used to the skin shedding. Damn. I'll need to check out this comedy documentary y'all keep talking about. Peace and blessings to you both. Hoping to see you guys on stage soon. I know I miss Andy's show that just passed here in Arizona. I'll keep an eye on the website. Your loyal fan, Hitman Jones. P.S. We need some I agree with you, but I'm not going to disagree with you, but, or I didn't say that shirts since Andy, <laughs> since Andy loves saying that. I want, I want that shirt. I call dibs on the percentage. Yo, that's, 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 a, yeah. that's a good one. Um, let me see if there's anything I want to address on here. Um, Dude, I you seen I, Lovecraft? Nah, I, dude, I just started to watch it. I, I I've got to, I, it's I, a horror thing, right? Yeah, it has, it's a lot of things. Uh, I'm going to set some time. I want to watch like four or five. I got to get into it because it's you got to get into it. it seems so, good. Yeah, so I'm gonna so I'm gonna sit this down. This is Jordan Peele's thing, right? Yeah, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna watch the. I'm gonna watch like the first four <gasps> episodes so that I can really get into it because I haven't been able to. Like I haven't been able to focus on it. You gotta stay focused on this. Right, one. he's like the fucking turning into the Spielberg of horror movies. Man, whatever, whatever. He... I fucked up. 
if I could have a fucking do-over, nigga. Call him. Nah, he ain't gonna fuck with me, man. Yeah, you don't know that. I, I've, 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 I've tried to come on. <laughs> he ain't fucking with me, nigga. It's over. The thrill is gone. The thrill is gone away. The thrill is gone. All right. Um, yeah, I agree with you, dog, on that Ice Cube thing, man. I, I, listen, and I, that's been part of my gripe that I've posted on some of my socials. Black people, what, 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 what do we want? What do we want? Because it seems like when we, when, when we say we need to go left and then some of our people go left, then we fuck around and say, nah, we should go right. What the fuck do we want? And let me just say this last thing, which I meant to say on the last email episode about Kamala Harris when I was saying, look, we get it. We need more than uh, cultural symbolism. We need actual things to happen. But in order for us to get what we want, we first got to get in. We got to get in. So let's get in. And before, and if we just knocking each other down or not going to give each other a chance before we get in or once we get in, then what do we want? You know? To get what you want, you got to first get in. It's like sex. You know, you want something from a woman, you got to get in. Once you get in, with that Obama cock, that steady growth, and you pull her out of that depression, then you get what you want. I just think that uh, people, I, I think, I think white people generally see the black community as like one, that they have one identity. And I think that black culture seems to feel like there's one identity, and there's not. One black person doesn't speak for the entire group. But historically, we've always had to be our brother's keeper because that was how we survived. But, like, you know what's interesting? Patrice was talking about that on Opie and Anthony. He goes, white guys don't have a, if you look bad, you make us look bad. Exactly. Black people, we have that, look at this nigga. Nigga cooning and jiving and shucking. You make us look bad, nigga. So you what you do represents us. White people don't have a what you do represents us. Y'all are individuals in that way. Yeah, yeah, you can move. Yeah, you don't it's almost like you lose something if you don't swim with the rest of the fishes in, in, in black culture. Like like the no, you mean swim with the rest or swim with the West? <laughs> you said swim with the West. West, the rest, West of the business. Sorry, too, too many words for me. <clears throat> uh, yeah, like it, it's, 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 but the, how is the, the culture can't be defined just by one thought. Listen, that's one of those, you write, it shouldn't be. But I guess history has been so deeply embedded within our culture in terms of the past that this is what it is. Like, that's like, dude, listen, when, when Cuba Gooding Jr. won the award for Jerry Maguire and that nigga jumped in the air and clicked his heels, that's one of those, look at this nigga. Like, come on, what you doing, nigga? You jumping in the, heel, in the air, clicking your heels. Could you be any more uh, Mr. Bojangles? But if Gregory Hines did that, would it have been bad? He would have never done that. But that would have been Gregory Hines' job. No, you're looking at that from a white guy's perspective. Well, no, Gregory, Gregory Hines, Hines is an amazing dancer. Yes, he is. But there's a place in time for dancing. And he that wasn't not, the time. Not an award. Okay. Oh, I'm so thankful. Click. That's a bad look, dog. Got you. <clears throat> so the timing was off. And the place. That's not the place. That was because it was a white place. Just an award show. All the the gatekeepers and the masters of the universe are in there. And let's be honest, the business is run by white folks. The power is the white folks. And you have to get your little award and you got to show how happy you are doing a Mr. Bojangles Sambo heel click in the air. Okay. Like, come on, nigga. But interesting enough, though, you just said that, that it's run by white folks. Now, Hollywood is, is closed down, right? Yeah. George is open. Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. And Tyler Perry? Studio is there. Yeah. So 
and they're working out of there. Okay. So <clears throat> what does that mean for entertainment? As a whole, I, 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 I don't know. See, this, this is what I mean. Though. We talk about everything of the disadvantage. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be aware and point out the disadvantages. But there has to be a moment where we have to start saying accomplishments are happening. Kudos. You're, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. This is, this is not, uh, it's not a woes me. It's not a woes me anymore. It's not, uh, I can't make it. It's, we're making it. Now, if, if, if we're making it, some of it isn't just on the system anymore. Some of it's on what we do to make it. Okay. And, and that goes for, and I, I don't mean it, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anyone's hardship. I'm saying that there's paths that have been created now. We can see people's success. So instead of uh, just the, the idea that it's, it's not impossible, and I'm seeing the shift, and I'm watching what's happening with this, this uh, uh, with Tyler Perry's, it, 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 I haven't seen it. I mean, I haven't been there, but mm-hmm. we've seen it on TV. It looks pretty right. amazing. Right. What if that's a power sh- structure shift in the business? Because now, now it's, it, where it's at, it's, it's, a, be, it's a start. Okay. But, 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 but a start. And, I'm, and I'm not, of course, I'm not trying to demean the power that is Tyler Perry because he is an entity. Yeah. But in a whole grand scheme of things, he, he's, a, he's a very big pawn fucking with some oceans. Yeah. The rest of the industry is oceans. But man. the oceans are closed. And yeah. we, we have this pond. And not only that, look at look at the community that's around him. Look at who he is and who who they're employing. Now it's not just the white guy that's getting the job. We're, we're, what I'm saying is there's there's a, this there's a shift that could happen. And if you're aware of that, and you know what I always like when I go when we're in Atlanta, the hustle there is different than any other place I've been. Yeah. And it, and it shows. Yeah, they hustle don't stop, even if it means packing 5,000 niggas in a club with no masks during a pandemic. It is and, what it and, is. And, and, you got that twerking and the, the rappers, nigga, yeah, hustle to the death. Just, <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, we got to give some credit, too, for people that are, are, are finding the path and cutting the new path. Absolutely. And, and, and I have a dream that one day, we will live in a nation where black people will have their own Hollywood and don't need white folks. Uh, I'd be happy to get to that day. We ain't there yet, but it's a start. But you got to start. It's a start. And I have a dream that when niggas win awards, they won't jump up and click their heels in there like Mr. Pochangles. What would, what would be the proper Hollywood black man symbolization for winning an Academy Award? Watch anything Denzel at a podium. Dude, Denzel is always yes, right in that he's that nigga for a reason. <laughs> All right, first I I I I can't even I can't see King. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um from uh to who the fuck is this from? Oh, from B Live McCall. Subject <clears throat> Email to Chappelle and Tony Woods. What up, Aries? This is my second email, but I'm up to episode 50 now, still playing catch up. Just a quick question. How do you feel about Chappelle giving props to Tony Woods when Chappelle won his Mark Twain Award? My brother hired Woods for his wedding, 50-person wedding back in 2010, and I got to hang out with that nigga. Cool as hell. Yes, Tony Woods is extremely cool. Loved his set at my brother's wedding. What is your perspective on Tony Woods? But he inspired Chappelle, and I haven't heard you or Andy say his name at all in the podcast. Be live. Keep it moving. Love your shit. P.S. Dude who wrote the book, guest Lark, he sounds like a teapot. Surprise, you had him on the podcast, opposite of your platform. But I don't know much about him, though. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I don't even remember that. I know what you're talking about, but I don't really remember that. Dude, Tony Woods is one of those comics who isn't as known but has all the respect in the world funny motherfucker um and and for dave to do that is hats off to dave because I'll, you could always you could hear it they have the same draw 
They have they, Dave sounds a little bit different now that he's older and he's put on the muscle, and I guess he smokes a lot. Gravelly. Uh, gravelly, a little bit gravelly now. But especially in Dave's younger, de- younger days, him and Tony Woods, man, they, 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 you would think they family. They had that same draw, that same cadence, that low energy, you know. Um, but yeah, he, shit. Tony Woods deserves it, and if, and if the and if the king anoints you, what's better than that? I mean, but he's still not getting top billing. You mean Tony? Yeah. No, uh, and he should be because he's such a funny dude, and I can't speak on why that may be because I don't know what's going on in his career or what his own personal thing is. But he definitely deserves it, man. Tony Woods is hilarious. But that's the thing about this business. There's no, there's not always a rhyme or reason. Right. There's some talented people that are never going to be mainstream. Right. Like we, 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 we talked about it a little bit with Mark Curry. Um, talent-wise, Mark absolutely should be working. Um, but what the problem is, your guess is as good as mine. And we were guessing. So there that is. Uh, anything else on that? Not really, it, right. but this is just—it's the business, man. It's just the way this. Colin Quinn is well known to all of us, but I don't yes. think he's a household name. But he, have you—you've you, seen him, yeah, genius. But he right. isn't going to get—he's never going to—I shouldn't say never because we never know what's going to happen, right? But he isn't this like household name, dude. I—I've I, said it a million times. You have to be crazy to want to do this. Stand up, fucking anything show, but you got to be fucking sick because this shit. It's so unpredictable. It's so unfair. It's so political. It's partly racial. And you could to to, to go from all of a sudden you, you you somebody you working and then for no rhyme or reason it just stops. And not like you've gotten less talented. The industry, unless you become an icon or you just consistently bring in the box office bucks. When this business just goes, nah, on you, that's a wrap. And you're fighting, trying to stay afloat. You have to be insane to do this. I only did this because I wanted to be a stand-up. And I, and I felt like I could do that, like I could get to be a stand-up. Mm-hmm. But when I, I didn't look at it as I wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to work in the industry. Mm-hmm. I was strictly thinking stand-up. Right. So that if I was looking at it like I wanted to be famous or if I wanted to have a career, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done this because that's way bigger than I could have handled the thought of. And it seems way less approachable. It's almost like it's good that it works out in the sense that before you get into this, you have a certain amount of naivete. And it's like if you were able to know in the beginning what you eventually find out in the middle, you might not never do this. But when you start out, you don't know anything. So you're like, fuck it. And by the time you find out that you've been diddled by your uncle, <laughs> you, you know, you in it now. And you just, you have to deal with the, the diddling for a while until you get old enough to choke your uncle out over Thanksgiving and go, don't you diddle me no more. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do uh, what you want with that. And... Uh... <laughs> Um, from Ill Phil, Phil from Delaware. First time emailing you guys. What's good, fellas? Can I call you guys Double A? I like that shit. Double A is good. Do do do. Who's on the job? Get them. Double A. Double action. Double A. I'm 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 gonna figure that one out. That's the next one. That's the next bit. I ain't got all the shit yet, but I'm gonna do a good one on that one. It'd be good if that Energizer Bunny was in on it. At the end? Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to figure this out. In the city, crime is at an all-time high. Only two men for the job. Double A. And the chief is played by none other than... (laughs) Chief, you want us to take out the bad guy? Absolutely. Okay. 
Who, who's the bad guy? Could it, could it be Samuel L. Jackson? No, it's fucking Ice Cube. It's Ice Cube? <laughs> yeah. Yay, yay. You have to take out yay, he, yay, he. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's better. All right, we'll figure that out. Um, uh, what's good, fella? You can call it double A. I have to say in my Paul Mooney voice, you niggas are the shit. I've been a fan of yours, Aries, since forever. Mad TV, Def Jam, etc. Even in the damn Snoop, Snoop's Hood of Horror. <laughs> Somebody recently uh, DM'd me and said, yo, man, I love you, but that movie was a piece of shit. You know what was in that movie? Jason Alexander. In which one? Hood of Horror, Snoop Dogg's oh, Hood of Horror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, you know, listen. Um, any movie that has George Costanza in it, not going to be a good movie. Dude, that's he's a, the Seinfeld guy. He's a great actor, though. I if know. he gets to act. If he gets to act. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on. Andy, I got, I, I got put on to you when I saw you guys live in Philly at the Helium Comedy Club. You're fucking hilarious, man. I love the podcast, and I'm always looking forward to the Wednesdays and Thursdays so I can listen to y'all on Spotify. I must say, episode 199 was on my birthday, and it was a good episode to listen to while I sparked a fat B-Day spliff. No worries, though. I don't need a birthday shout-out like the weirdo dude who was mad at you (laughs) for not getting a shout-out. LOL. I just have one question for the both of you. Aries, what was the best moments you had on Mad TV? Seems like a show that you had a lot of fun, uh, that you had a lot of fun work on. You had a lot of fun working on ten dollar a lot of money it was just one ing yeah but he yeah except dealing with bobby lee and andy when you and your wife get into an argument (laughs) andy's not married do you curse her out in yiddish mixed with a dash of spanish (laughs) lol uh love you guys and i'll definitely start emailing more p.s I proofread this shit so my black ass wouldn't get a $10. <laughs> and you failed, nigga. You forgot uh, an ing. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, since you only were off by a ing, $10, a lot of mun. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, any episode where I worked with Mo Collins, Deborah Wilson, and Will Sasso. Um, I just our chemistry, whatever we did, me and Will, me and Mo, me and Deborah, our chemistry just flowed, man. It was like we was all having a jam session, and it was just fucking excellent. Me and Deborah doing Bobby and Whitney uh, when we did the Christmas episode uh, where uh, Mo played Diane Sawyer. That was one of my favorite. Um, and then your question? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't mix my languages, but I mix my food, dude. Uh, I make mm. these. Uh, uh, I can make these corned beef or a uh, pastrami tacos. I don't get corned beef, man. It always looks dry. No, it's not though. Really? If you get good corned beef, dude, we should have went. Did you ever eat a cat's? No. Next time we're here, we're gonna go to Cat's Deli. It's twenty dollars for a fucking sandwich. And that's where the, it looked like a Dagwood sandwich, right? Yeah, I mean, they don't slice the meat. They cut the meat. Right. Dude, we're going to go there. Listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pastrami dude. Dude, that pastrami there is the best. But now, here's what I'm going to say. When you say that now, I, this is why I'm, I'm thinking it's going to lose. Jerry's Deli in L.A., no, dude, their pastrami melts in your fucking mouth. Dude, we're going to go there, and I'm going to this. They can't even do this anymore. You couldn't open up a place like Cats anymore. Cats is in New York, right? We we were, <clears throat> yeah. You, we're gonna go because that 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 shit's that's the I, real I, deal. I, the crazy thing is, I never tried corned beef, but every time I see a corned beef sandwich, that shit look dry as a motherfucker. You got if you get corn, the Irish corned beef that's drier. Really? Yeah. Listen, my girls, Irish Irish backgrounds. They don't their food. Yeah, it's not the best, you know? No. When they had the potato famine, right. they hardly noticed when they were eating dirt. There is no difference between dirt and their... It's very bland. It's not flavored. But, like, the Jewish corned beef, that... Yeah, right. it's good. I'm going to get you. We're going to get it. Uh, you're doing this for modern because you think she sees you. 
She does see me. Like your father sees you. I say, what wrong with you, man? Are you blind? Can't you see it's a threat? Did you learn any manners on your travels? <laughs> Top of the morning to you, boy. Had to put some chest on your head on you, boy. I see you. Do I get to kill the English? Just answer the fucking question. All my shit's from Braveheart. Um, Dude, I can't, I can't even do accents. That's how. I'm tone deaf. Mm. This fucking sucks. What is wrong with the man that you're blind? Is he blind? What's blind? Blind. Blind. What's wrong with the man that you're blind? Um, from PLLP Sup Aries Yesterday the results of the election were announced It's kind of crazy that Trump actually received more votes This time around than in 2016 If COVID didn't happen That motherfucker probably would have won by a landslide Don't worry though Black people saved the day once again If it weren't for Atlanta Philly or Detroit It would have been four more years of Trump White people and Latinos were heavily on Trump's side, too. The Democrats got to repay black people for, the, for real this time. No more excuses. We want tangibles and exclusive shit for black people. Because if, if they don't use the next four years to please black people, they can really wave 2024 goodbye. Black power, Leroy Jenkins. Do I get to respond to that? Please. Uh, Leroy Jenkins, uh, check out uh, the percentages uh, in, in the black vote. Uh, in black men, Trump's numbers went up. In white men, Trump's numbers went down. Not saying, not saying that this isn't a victory on all of our parts. Just saying, look at the numbers. And I, and I don't disagree with you. I think if there wasn't COVID... If there wasn't COVID and the economy was rolling, mm-hmm. like Trump had it, I, I think he would have got four more years. Why do you think that that had anything to do with it? Because people vote with their dollars more than they vote for. Oh, so you're saying that if COVID hadn't fucked up his economy. Uh, right. And it was, it was moving. And, and when I said his economy, what he ran on, the economy. So if he, was, if he, if he got that going, I think that he could have easily... Uh, weaseled that out because I don't think people would have voted with their humanity. I think they would have voted with their money, and everybody was making money. And listen, not not to make it sound like uh, money uh, solves all the problems, but if, if everybody's working, if everybody's making money, if everyone's doing better, people usually tend to let other things go because they're doing better. Right. So, uh, yeah, this well, it, it it sucks to think that. COVID was the blessing in disguise because it's been nothing but disaster. I, I think, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go another step further with this one then uh, because it's not a blessing. So let's, and it's not in disguise. I think if Trump would have handled COVID professionally uh, with hu- humanity involved in it again, humanity is his big weakness being like a, a human. But uh, if he would have handled it in, in, a, in a humane way, if he would have had a plan that would have uh, made the country work but still put in uh, programs and would have helped uh, a unified way that we dealt with COVID throughout the country, I think he still could have won. He, he just he fucked himself up. He fucked himself up. And I think it's for the better, I think, in the long run. So you, so you, don't, you don't think that even if, if everything you just said was the case... You don't think that all the people who stood for real humanity and love and honesty and goodness would have still made the difference? Nope. Really? I think I think more I think money I think people vote with how they're doing financially. Uh, and that's a that's a sad commentary. I, it, it's very sad. And the only the you know the God, I see I hate when I do this, but all you have to do is go back and, and and no, I don't want to do this. No, I'm not going to do that. Listen, people tend to vote with what is is good for them. Whether it's it, it destroy it could destroy their country, but if it if it feels good for them at the time, they're going to continue to go that way. I I, I think 
that his growth, the job uh, atmosphere, if he would have been able to accomplish a few of his goals. You know, obviously, when COVID hit, that stopped his momentum from accomplishing anything that he might have tried to do. Right. Again, people listen to me and they're like, listen, see how he supports Trump? It's not about supporting Trump. This is me being honest about what I think the country would have done. I wasn't going to support Trump either way. But people tend to vote with their wallet. Mm. All right. Uh, last one. Uh, Rudy Flo. Oh, we're going to get to the... To the- uh, okay, I'll do these too. Yeah. Uh, Rudy Flores, uh, The Boys on Amazon. Love the podcast, guys. Just wanted to ask if you guys have watched The Boys on Amazon. I've been watching it. It's a show about superheroes and how they're fucked up too. And seeing you guys were talking about Marvel and DC, I thought you would get a kick out of this. Continued success and let Andy know not all of us listeners hate him. $10. <laughs> Aww. Um, what is it? Is it good? Yeah, it, it's good. Uh, it's it's not great. It's good on a scale of one to ten. You know, I'd probably it's a seven. It's watchable. It's definitely a, it's, right. it's worth watching. It's very interesting. There's some things that I think are you know just a little. I, I just sometimes I just I'm easily pulled out of shows. I have to really focus and watch them. And I watched them when I was I watched uh, the boys when I was back in Arizona with my boys. Right. So I watched the boys when I was with my boys, and uh, it was good. You know, I enjoyed watching it with them. Uh, I have not followed up on it since I've been back, but I watched like eight or eight, eight episodes or six episodes. Right. When I was there. It was good. Okay. I might check it out. Um, damn, this shit coming in small. Turn it sideways. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, There's his name on that one. Yeah. You know when you turn it sideways, you can't see the name. But when I turn it up, no, no, when it's upright, yeah. his name was in it. Was it? Yeah. Isaiah Hooks. Yeah. I didn't see it that like, when we tried to do it last time. We didn't oh, see okay, it. Okay, there it is here. Okay. Sup, Aries? I love your podcast. My name is Isaiah Hooks from Montgomery, Alabama, the South, <laughs> and I'm 21. I listen to your new podcast episodes when you drop a new one. But as far as listening on a regular basis, I'm on Ep 92. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I heard. I'm. In, I heard in one of them Andy's episode. I heard in one of them episodes. Andy said he would bang 18-year-old girls. Make sure you keep an eye on Andy if he looks at 19-year-old daughter the wrong way. Just playing. But there are two things I would like to ask you. Aries, Aries, you have very good impressions. They're really awesome. Now, don't get me wrong. I will never tell another man or woman. I will never tell another man or woman to do with their life. But have you ever thought about being a big-time voice actor? I feel like that will change your career upside down in a good way. Look at Phil Lamar. I look at him. He has over 500 voice roles. Me personally, I love animation movies. Family movies, I would love to see you in the next Disney movies, next Pixar movie, next Sony animation movies, next DreamWorks. I want to see, You know why that would be tough for them to put me in those? Because... I go niggas and kites. <laughs> Disney is not coming calling right now. Yeah. I want to see Aries in the next Toy Story 4. I want to see Aries in the next Despicable Me 4. Hey, maybe the next Lego Movie 3. I would also like to see Andy in animation movies. He has a good voice. I feel like you should get your agent to hook up for auditions for voice acting roles. I believe in you, my brother. And I know you want more serious adult roles, but you don't like animation movies i got i got disney plus and i watch disney movies better yet my dreams are to to become a big time cartoonist and work for cartoon network and be a big time actor like my idols slash favorite actors samuel l jackson he did frozen for from the incredibles denzel washington the rock dwayne johnson he did mona 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 and planet 51 will smith he did Shark Tale, Spies in Disguise, Eddie Murphy, Donkey, and Shrek are my, two, are my top five actors. All of them were in voice acting roles. Denzel didn't have a big voice role, but he did two episodes of this show called Happily Ever After, fairy tales for every child that came out in the 90s. But everyone else I named had big roles. Eddie Murphy had Donkey and Shrek. That's a billion-dollar franchise. I want you to be a part of that better yet. 
Uh, I was watching this animated movie called Open Season. Folks, I just want to let y'all know, if it sounds like I can't read, it's not that. Uh, I'm going down streets with no traffic lights, no stop signs. $20. $20. Is a lot more money. It's a lot more money. <laughs> uh, no yields. It's it's just motherfuckers on Ninja Kawasaki bo- motorcycles and cars all doing 80 miles an hour. This is the Tokyo Drift yeah. of, <laughs> of emails. Yeah, yeah. Strong in a billion, friend. What'd you be? Uh, I was watching this animated movie called Open Season that came out in 2006 that stars Martin Lawrence, and it was a $200 million box office movie. And like I said, just a suggestion, not telling which direction you should go, but before I end this letter, I want your opinion on something. If a woman spit in your face, ooh. Um, I got that from Armageddon. So if I kick you in the balls, Steve Buscemi, ooh. ooh. Um, what would you do? Would you walk away or jack them up? I think we live in a generation where we put the women on a pedestal where they do not do no wrong. I also want some feedback on the voice acting thing. Is that a yes or no? I hope that's a yes. Bruh, I got to tell you, thank you for that. I love when people say to me, you should do this as though that's not being explored. I'm trying to explore everything. Trust me. You know, it ain't a question of I'm going to do it or not because I choose to. It's a question if I'm going to do it or not, if they choose me to do it or not. Um, I, you know, I do the voice of Wizard Kelly on Proud Family on Disney. Plus, Wizard Kelly, y'all, it all started with an orange basketball. So I do Wizard Kelly. I, I Once upon a time ago, when that cartoon was on Fox called Seabear and Jamal uh, with Tone Loke, I did two of the voices on that. Uh, I've worked on uh, American Dad. I think twice I did an episode of Family Guy. Uh, I did an episode of South Park. Um, so I do it from time to time. Um, but again, it ain't my choice, brother. I would love to do all that. Um, but, you know, I don't control this motherfucker. Um, so you're, you're exploring all facets of entertainment? All facets, baby. So are you, you would do soft core porn? If it's... It, within the entertainment industry, yeah, you know that yeah. the, the stuff they put in like a, the Holiday Inn. You don't see the you don't see the the hard shit. You don't see the business. Yeah, if the money right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if, listen, if a, listen, if a woman spit in my face, hock tui. Um, I don't hit women, man. I'm not gonna hit a woman. Um, but if a bitch spit in my face, and I said this on the podcast, if a bitch spit in my face hot tui during sex, nigga, it's on and pop it. You know what I mean? Anything goes when it comes time for the love, make it. So there you go, brother. Uh, I don't know about that. What, the spit in your face? I don't know about one spit in my face. If that dick is being massaged right, you'll deal with it. What's she look like? Fine in a motherfucker. Maybe. See? And she's 19. <laughs> I'm getting older now. I might stop at 20. 19-year-old spit like soda pop, nigga. Yeah. He's you know, got some fizz to it. <laughs> All right, let's get out of this motherfucker. <laughs> Can you give away our promotions? <laughs> Spearsburg Pod on all social platforms. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube. You can find us there. Please uh, follow us. Go, uh, anybody listening to this that listens to Hits 101, thank you for making the switch over. Um, guys, uh, we're going to go into uh, some gray area. We don't, know what's, <laughs> we don't know what's coming up. We don't know when we're going to. We have an idea, but uh, things are constantly in flux right now. Yeah. So, so uh, just stay tuned with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to keep these coming. We're just uh, trying to figure out how to present them to you if we're not on the road. So uh, hang on. We'll see what happens next. Uh, Stay safe. Stay healthy. Uh, Don't let COVID get you. Uh, Without further ado, this is David Ape. um, Instagram at D-O-N underscore S-O-V-I-I. East 173rd Street. I think that's the song.
See how you don't have to talk shit about someone when they provide you all the information? Yes, goddammit. Do your fucking job so I can do mine. Help me, Rod. Help me help you. Help me, help me, help me. That, oh, I love his rant on that. Uh, something about you, and I dig that shit. Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. Help me. Yeah. All right. There it is. Enjoy. Motherfuckers, they know. You already know what it yeah. is, man. These motherfuckers, they know. You gonna know by the next shot. Motherfuckers, they know. Up, Listen, uh. Listen, uh, ain't think I would notice Holders make you lose your focus, focus up Listen. Don't compete with us, it's us Then we beat shit up, what's up? What's up? You got beef with us, we rush San Francisco racing, don't Nabisco Bacon, big your patty, turn to jerk Jamaican Marlin me with paper, pronto, pronto Smoking diesel on nobody, build the kicks Balenciaga, brolic shit, with star shit My banner, it's a green bandana Betty Turner, fish, Purdy snitch Back was clown niggas, now he 96 Bleed the fifth, like I'm Tony Yayo Plato in some bass, squeezing grips Arms be tired, fire for my eyes to swing Pain face, I take it to the max I keep my heart detached, dressed in black When I riff, ain't no coming back When you hit, tag you with drip tomato fluid Fluent singing devil's music Newest fraud and like the truest Asking out, I guess you knew this Who it is, Lord of the Rings The flies from the towers If my crew in this form When the rings say Patrick with the power When it's sour, not smoke as they cower But I'm like a shower Smoking petals and flowers Rolling apes and some dower Crowd around the player Bleeding from the heat But he not crowd up Put in leg work, eight minute, hour after hour, nigga shout, man. Motherfuckers, they know. Cause motherfuckers, they know. Shot, if they ain't know, motherfuckers, they know. Now, listen, hundred million of these shit's shot, man. They better dump a fucking cover. I don't know how long the fucking funny dance moves gonna help y'all niggas when this real shit Shot. Feel it, baby.